Good morning, CBF. Uh, it, it gives me joy that, uh, you know, some of us could uh, finally uh, gather in WCOI uh, and gives me hope, uh, you know, that eventually, uh, uh, maybe sooner, we all would be able to uh, gather again, like how we used to do before the lockdown. Uh, many people uh, uh, have been uh, asking how we have been doing. Uh, it's been exactly a month since uh, my cousin passed away. And to be honest, it's not been easy. It's been very painful. Uh, and, but, you know, uh, we, I've been banking upon uh, the word of God, which says in Psalms 34 verse 15, that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and uh, he helps those, uh, he heals those who are wounded. Uh, and uh, this morning, uh, we want, I want to uh, share with you from First John chapter 3, verses 11 to 18. Last week, uh, uh, we have heard the message uh, from Raven, uh, and he shared us about, uh, you know, how, uh, what does our love uh, for fellow believers tell us about uh, our faith? We've been studying First John uh, in, uh, in our Thursday cell group, and, uh, and that's why I've been, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've chosen this particular uh, scripture portion, and it's also an extension uh, to what we have learned uh, last week. Uh, Jesus himself said in uh, John chapter 13, verse 35, that by this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Paul, Apostle Paul says in Romans 5, uh, 5, God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the spirit who has been given to us. And he says in Romans chapter 12, verse 10, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Peter says in his first letter, uh, chapter 1, verse 22, now that you have been purified, you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. And there are many more verses in the Bible which exhort us to love. So today we are going to look uh, how our love for the fellow believer must look like. Uh, let's read from 1 John chapter 3, verses 11 to 8. 1 John chapter 3, verses 11 to 8. I'll read it for you. For this is the message which you have heard from the beginning, that we shall love one another, not as Cain, who was of the evil one, and slew his brother, and for what reason did he slay him? Because his deeds were evil, and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brethren. He who does not love fights in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and closes his heart against him, how does the love of God abide in him? Little children, let us not love with word or with tongue, but in deed and truth. 
Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning, O Lord, which you have given us to remember, Lord God, the great love which you have shown, Lord, towards us by sending the Lord Jesus Christ into this world. Thank you, Father God, that he paid the penalty, Lord, uh, and he made the atonement for our sins. Lord, we thank you that we are made your children and we have this privilege, O Lord, uh, to love one another. Father God, as we dwell uh, the this time, Lord, on your word, we pray that you would use me, O Lord, to speak to your people, O Lord, to your children. Give me the grace and strength. We ask this in the precious name of the Lord and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, I do not want to repeat again, which we have heard last week. You know, uh, Raven explained to us, right, uh, why uh, the purpose of Apostle John writing uh, this gospel. You know, the, uh, he, he is writing this gospel to, uh, uh, to basically tell, us, tell his readers about the basics of faith. Right, uh, they have been uh, plagued by false teachers who have caused a lot of confusion, uh, and hence he's writing this letter to tell them about the basics of faith. He mainly he says about three things. Firstly, he says uh, that a true believer needs to have a right understanding about the Lord Jesus Christ. A wrong understanding about the Lord Jesus Christ is not something that is expected of a believer. We need to have a right understanding about who the Lord Jesus Christ is and what he has done. And then he talks about uh, an obedience, uh, our obedience to uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. And thirdly, he talks about our love for the fellow believers. We see uh, these three things repeating again and again uh, in, uh, in this epistle. John has a very uh, unique style of writing. Uh, he uh, has already introduced about these in the previous chapters, but he again comes back and he even talks about this more and more uh, in the further chapters too, each time expanding upon what he has already taught. Uh, in, in chapter three, uh, he starts off by, uh, you know, by expressing his amazement of uh, the, the love that the, the father has shown on uh, the sinners like us by making us his uh, children. You know, uh, he, he says, uh, that, you know, he, he shows, uh, I'll read it for you. He says that, see how great a love the Father has bestowed on us that we would be called the children of God and such we are. And then he says that we do not know uh, how we are going to, uh, you know, what we are going to do in eternity and all. But we know for sure that we will be like our Lord Jesus Christ. And he, and he exhorts his readers since we are going to be like the Lord Jesus Christ, he exhorts us uh, to pur purify ourselves, all those who have this hope, all those who have this hope that we are going to meet uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, need to purify ourselves. And then he talks about uh, two categories of people. You know, uh, he says that, uh, you know, he says that uh, one can uh, be either a child of God or the child of devil. And he says uh, that a child of God uh, you know, sh uh, practices righteousness. He shows forth in his life righteous behavior. And whereas uh, the, the ch child of the devil uh, practices sin. Uh, in verse 8, uh, little children, I mean, from verse 7, little children, make sure no one deceives you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he's righteous. The one who practices sin is of the devil, 
for the, dev the devil has sinned from the beginning. Uh, and then he, and he labors the point that we, as uh, the children of God, are supposed uh, to, to, uh, to manifest, the keyword being the manifest, or to show through our lives the evidence of uh, you know, the righteous behavior. After uh, laboring through this point, he moves, uh, he ends that by saying uh, that by this, the children of God, in verse 10, by this, the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. Then he starts uh, his theme about loving the brother. Uh, uh, we, we, we all know, uh, you know, he's not uh, talking about, uh, you know, uh, a sinless perfection in a believer's life. Because we, we all know, uh, we, we, if you look back into the previous chapters, uh, you know, he says in uh, chapter 2, verse uh, 1 and 2, My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, he himself, is a propitiation for our sins, and not for us only, but also for those uh, of the whole world. You know, even though, uh, you know, we are the children of God, we are still living in a sinful world. We are still have the unredeemed flesh in us. Uh, and and uh, that's why we sin uh, sometimes. But, but uh, uh, we have an advocate, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we, when we sin, we, we are expected to repent uh, uh, and leave the sin and grow in holiness. Uh, in the same way, even though uh, you know, uh, the children of the devil practice uh, sin, you know, we do see often that at times uh, unbelievers uh, you know, show forth love. And this is all because of the common grace of God, right? And uh, ultimately, love is from God. And uh, God, it is, uh, you know, uh, even though uh, they, they, they do not belong to God because of the common grace of God, they do show forth love at times. But broadly uh, speaking, you know, uh, uh, we, we, we as children of God are uh, expected to show forth righteousness and love. And, and uh, he starts off by explaining uh, the, the love that we have, we, are we, we as children of God are supposed to have from verse 11, chapter 3, verse 11. He says like this, uh, For this is the message which you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Before talking about how uh, our love for the fellow believers should look like, he talks about, uh, you know, how it should not, should not be. He says, right, not as Cain, uh, love, uh, you should love one another, not as Cain, who was of the evil one. Before he even talks about uh, how our love should look like, he's talking about uh, how our love should not look like, if I have to put it in a way. right? He says in verse 12, not as Cain, who was of the evil one and slew his brother, and for what reason did he slay him? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Uh, we all know uh, about the story of Cain, right? Uh, in, in this, this is the story of Cain is there in Genesis uh, chapter uh, uh, four, right? God has asked uh, both Abel and Cain. Cain and Abel are uh, brothers, biological brothers, siblings. Uh, God has asked them to uh, to sacrifice, make an 
sacrifice, but uh, uh, God, uh, God uh, did not accept Cain's sacrifice, but he has accepted only Abel's sacrifice. Uh, this caused jealousy in uh, Cain. And, and Bible says that his countenance fell. But uh, we see that God kind of comes and warns uh, Cain, right? We, we read that uh, in, uh, in, in Gen uh, Genesis uh, chapter 8. Uh, and he was warned by God. Uh, chapter, sorry, chapter 4, verse 7. Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It's desires to have you, but you must rule over it, right? Uh, we, in spite of this warning, we see Cain and, uh, ended up, uh, you know, killing his own brother. And uh, uh, John here is reminding us that the reason he killed is because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous, right? And he's uh, uh, in John uh, chapter 8, uh, verse 44, Jesus says that Satan is a murderer from the beginning. You know, by, uh, by uh, here, uh, John is portraying uh, Cain as a child of the, child of the devil who, has, who is resembling uh, the characteristics of uh, his father, the characteristics of murder, right? Uh, and, and we see that in uh, Jesus talking about that even in John chapter 8, verse 44, where he says, Satan is a murderer from the beginning, right? Uh, as we saw last week, that God is the source of love in the same way Satan is a source of the evil, the murder and hate, right? Uh, 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 we have many verses in the Bible which talk about the sin of envy, envy right? We have... Uh, the, the reason why Cain ended up killing his brother is because he was jealous. Even in the Ten Commandments, uh, we, have, uh, not to, we have a commandment not to feel uh, envy, not to you know, feel jealous of what the other, other people have, right? Even in James uh, chapter 4, verses 1 to 3, if I can read that for you, uh, James says that we have conflicts, we have quarrels uh, because of the envy that we have in us. What is the source of uh, James chapter 4 verses, uh, from verses 1? What is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is not the source your pleasures that wage war in your members, your lust and you lust and you do not have, so you commit murder. You're envious and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. He says that you know, it is, uh, you know, he talks about envy. You know, he's, he's saying that, you know, it causes friction. It causes quarrels. It causes, uh, you know, uh, uh, trouble uh, in, in, in the church. Uh, we see that, you know, it, uh, Cain did not kill his brother because, you know, he had done something wrong to him. It was his own uh, sinful nature, you know, which instigated, which, uh, you know, instigated him into commit such a crime. Often, oftentimes, you and I might uh, give reasons as to why we do not like a particular person or why we do have uh, 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 trouble with a particular person in, in our life, right? We might say that, you know, a particular person has done so and so to me. But oftentimes, it is because of our own sinful nature that we have trouble. 
uh, with them. And uh, and as as God has warned him that you know God has warned Cain uh, to to be watchful. We are also warned to be watchful. Oftentimes we express uh, you know these kind of sinful traits because we are not uh, we do not really have an intimate relationship with our Lord. Maybe our walk with the Lord is not uh, you know as it is supposed to be. Right, right, and that's why. Uh, uh, we see James encouraging us to to humble ourselves, to draw near to God, uh, to draw near to God, to submit Him. We see that in verse six. But He gi- He gives a greater grace. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Submit therefore to God. Resist the devil, and He will free from you. We need to resist the the uh, the temptation to to uh, to envy we need to walk we need to draw closer to god so that we can overcome these uh, sinful traits which are characteristics of the children of devil but not of the children of god then he moves on uh, to say uh, in verse 13 that do not be surprised brethren if the world hates you he says that the children of the devil hate the children of god you know, this point has been uh, repeated oftentimes in the scripture. Jesus himself says, uh, you know, because of uh, who you are, you know, because of our, uh, because of the relationship that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ, people are not going to take it well. We are going to be ill-treated. We are going to be hated. There is going to be hostility between uh, the children of the devil and the children of God. Uh, even Peter labels this point in his letter to uh, to his readers. First Peter chapter four verses twelve uh, to uh, verses twelve to fifteen. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejo- rejoice in a, in as much as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed. When his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed for the spirit of glory and of God rests on you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear the name. In fact, he says that you need to expect uh, you know, hostility, you need, and we not we need not be surprised. If uh, we are supposed to expect hostility, what is what should be our response to such kind of hostility? Should we retaliate? No, that's not what the the Lord Jesus Christ says. If we do retaliate, then we show that then we 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 show that we are. Uh, the chill, uh, when we when we retaliate, if for uh, the the evil that is done to us, we are not really showing that we are the children of God. Uh, in fact, the Lord Jesus Christ says in Matthew chapter five, verses thirty eight to thirty four, "You heard, heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evil person. But whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other." To him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat also. Who forces you to go on one mile with him, with him, to go with him too. 
give to him who asks of you and do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you. Uh, even Peter in his uh, letter, he's talking about uh, uh, the, the response that we are to have them. Uh, he says in, uh, uh, in, in, in uh, First Peter, finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to, uh, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful spe speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, rever Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of this slander. But it is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. The Lord Jesus Christ, and in, even here, uh, Peter is uh, uh, you know, exhorting us to give away our personal rights when someone... Uh, uh, you know, uh, show, uh, someone uh, uh, ex uh, shows hatred towards us because uh, we, we as the children of God are supposed to show love. We are not supposed to revile, but rather Peter, as Peter said here, he, we, are, we are supposed to bless, bless them. We are supposed, uh, we are expected, uh, you know, as the children of God to bless them, but not retaliate. Is this, our, is this how we respond when someone ill-treats us? Is this how uh, you know, uh, we respond or do we, uh, you know, retaliate back in our own way, right? We need to be, uh, we, we as the children of God are uh, supposed to bless those who revile us. Uh, moving on, he says in verse 15, uh, he says that, you know, uh, the reason why uh, the children of God behave in this way is because they abide in death. They do not have the eternal life. They do not have uh, you know uh, the the, uh, the the Holy Spirit in them, who has caused them, who has brought them out from a death to life. They are still abiding in death, and that's why they do uh, uh, you know they 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 hate us. They cause us to suffer. Uh, but uh, in verse fifteen, uh, it says, John says, everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. It's a very strong statement. Uh, in, in the eyes of God, hatred is same as murder. You know, uh, uh, it, it, we, can, we uh, as believers do often go through these feelings at times. We may go through these feelings of hatred. We may go through this feeling of unliking or unloving attitude towards some of uh, the fellow believers or maybe towards some of the people in the world. 
but but we've been uh, we've been warned in the Bible that hatred is same as murder in the eyes of God. Uh, Matthew chapter five verses twenty one to twenty five. Jesus says, "You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, you should not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or a sister will be subject to judgment." Again, anyone uh, who says Raka is answerable to court. And anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to them then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to the court. Do it while you are still together on the way. Or your adversary may hand you over to the judge and the judge may hand you over to the officer and you may be thrown into the prison. Jesus is exhorting us to resolve our conflicts quickly and not to uh, you know, hold grudges, not to uh, you know, harbor hatred in our hearts because it is equivalent to murder. Now, how quick are we uh, to settle matters uh, when, when, uh, when, when we are offended or when we offend uh, our fellow believer? Do we take that effort or do we, uh, you know, keep it in our hearts? If we do that, you know, ultimately it's going to come to bite us. We, it is going to uh, damage our relationship, not with, not just with, uh, the believer, but also with the God. Our conscience is not going to be clear. And in fact, Jesus says that not, that, you know, if we, uh, in, in verse 23, that if you are offering a gift uh, at the altar and there remember that, you are, that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and reconcile, right? Our worship will not be uh, acceptable to God if we have something against a brother if, or a sister. You know, we need to reconcile uh, quickly. We need to reconcile. Uh, we need to uh, re resolve the conflicts that we have. Uh, otherwise, our worship is not going to be accepted by God. Uh, three things that we saw that, you know, we are not supposed to be like Cain. We are not supposed to uh, be jealous or uh, be envious of our fellow believers. Rather, we need to kill uh, uh, that sin and resolve the conflicts. And secondly, we saw that we need to, we, we, uh, we, when we live as the children of God, uh, we can expect uh, hostility from uh, the world because uh, we are not compatible with them. And when we, when we uh, are faced with such hostility, we are not supposed to retaliate, but when supposed to, we are expected as the children of God to bless them. We are expected to suffer uh, for doing good. And thirdly, uh, when we have uh, hatred is... Uh, uh, treated as murder in the eyes of God. So we need to be very cautious uh, as to our feelings, uh, what kind of feelings do we have towards our brothers and sisters. We, need, we shouldn't harbor any grudge or we should not harbor any sorts of ill uh, feelings towards uh, our fellow brothers. After uh, teaching us what our love should, should not be like, uh, John is uh, uh, moving on uh, to show us what a true love uh, or, or what is what a love 
of uh, the of what should our love towards a fellow brother or a sister should look like he says in uh, verse uh, 16 we know love by this that he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren you know uh, revent kind of explained to us beautifully last week right uh, about uh, the the love being uh, god being the source of love and he has shown uh, to us uh, the love uh, of of the uh, of the father uh, jesus christ came down into this world because uh, he loved us and he gave his life for us right he says we know love by this that he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down a life uh, for us uh, john here is reminding us of the supreme sacrifice of uh, of our lord and savior the lord jesus christ he came down to give his life he came down uh, so that we uh, who were dead uh, who were abiding in death can have eternal life uh, and then he says he exhorts us to imitate the love of jesus and how do we imitate this love of jesus uh, he says that we can imitate this love of jesus by having much concern for our brothers uh, and and by and by being willing to lay down our lives for them you know uh, the uh, the death of jesus has an atoning effect our death uh, may, will not have that effect but uh, we are uh, we as uh, the children of uh, god are expected to emulate the same love that jesus has you know we should be willing uh, to to sacrifice our lives uh, for uh, for for the lives of other believers and in in sometimes uh, you know uh, not always uh, everyone uh, gets an opportunity or get, uh, is is uh, given a chance to offer their physical life uh, uh, for, uh, for 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 the, for the fellow believers uh, and and uh, that's why he says in verse 17 but whoever has a worse goods and sees his brother in need and closes his heart against him how does the love of god abide in him uh we have the examples uh, of people who have given their physical lives uh in the bible right uh, we have the example of epaphroditus right in philippians uh, uh we see uh, in philippians that uh, that i think for paul reminding uh, his readers but i think it is necessary to send back to you epaphroditus my brother co-worker and fellow soldier who is also your messenger whom you sent to take care of my needs for he longs for all of you and is distressed because you heard he was ill indeed he was ill and almost died but god had mercy on him and not on him alone but also on me to spare me sorrow upon sorrow therefore i am all the more eager to send him so that when you see him again you may be glad and i may be less anxious anxiety i may have less anxiety so then welcome him in the lord with great joy and honor people like him because he almost died for the work of christ he risked his life to make make up for the help you yourselves could not give up he's uh, giving the example of uh, this fellow brother epaphroditus who has uh, given up uh, you know he he was ready even to the point of death uh, in the off, in, in in his service to the lord right even paul 
He's giving his own example in Philippians chapter 2, verse 17. But even if I'm being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I'm glad and rejoice with you, with all of you. We, we, we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, we, in, in the history, we've seen a lot of believers who have uh, given their lives, physical lives for the gospel. And there are people, even in our church, who have offered uh, their lives as a service to the gospel, right? And that's, that's all because of the love of uh, the love that they have for God and also the love that they have for the fellow believers. And we are, uh, you know, uh, we, we are asked uh, or we are, ex we are exhorted to, to imitate such a love. Uh, he's, uh, 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 not only that, you know, uh, not all of us would get uh, an opportunity to give our uh, physical lives for the believers, right? We may not find our ourselves in a situation where we'll have to give up our lives uh, for others. But yet, you and I can show our willingness to lay down our lives uh, by doing the real, perhaps maybe not so extreme things, uh, the real things for our, for our fellow believers. How do we show that? How do we show that our, uh, we, we are willing to lay down our lives? Uh, we, we show that by doing the deeds of mercy. When we see uh, a, a fellow believer or a fellow brother or a sister in need, uh, are we willing to share with them? See, one of the characteristics of uh, the children of the devil is indifference. When they see that there is, uh, when when they see the, that there is someone in need, they're indifferent to them uh, because of the selfish nature that that they have. But uh, we we as the children of God are not expected to be selfish or self-centered. Rather, we are expected to sacrificially meet the needs of our fellow believers. Do we uh, when when we see uh, that a fellow believer, uh, or we, when we see someone in need, how do we respond? Do we, uh, do we shun away or do we sacrificially uh, offer uh, them what God has given to us? Do we actively seek to give not just uh, the good things, but do we act actively seek uh, to give our time uh, to help to the poor and care for the widows? Uh, James reminds us about this. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep ourselves from being polluted by the word, world. Right? Uh, we are expected as uh, the, the children of God to, to meet the real needs of the people, to, sh to, uh, to show, uh, you know, to be to be willing to share what has God has given to us. That's how you know we we uh, we uh, show that we are the children of God. Now, instead of living uh, to the full extent uh, of our uh, needs, we should be uh, using uh, what God is giving us, right, to help others. Are we willing to do that? Are are we willing to share what God has given us uh, with the others, those those who are in need? And at the end, he kind of uh, concludes uh, by saying, little children, let us not love with word or with tongue, but in deed and in truth. You know, uh, it is not enough for us to claim that we are uh, believers. Uh, it is, uh, it, uh, John, Apostle John, is encouraging us to, uh, you know, to show uh, that we are uh, the children of God by our deeds, not just by claiming to be his children, but 
by uh, showing the evidence that we are his children uh, by, by, by our actions, not just by our words. And uh, to, 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 if, if I have to summarize again, we, we as the children of God uh, are expected uh, to imitate the, the supreme love that the Lord Jesus Christ has shown. We are expected to, to lay down our lives for the fellow believers. And, uh, and at times, uh, when, when all of us may not get that opportunity to give up our physical lives, but we, are, are, uh, we can show our love uh, uh, by uh, willing to share what God has given us, uh, by willing to share the resources of time or money, uh, and actively seeking those who are in need and helping them out. And not just by words, but by real action, by real things that we help them. Uh, I hope uh, that, you know, God has uh, spoken to you. And I hope uh, that uh, in, in the coming days, uh, you and me would, uh, would be showing, uh, you know, what a true Christian uh, uh, love is. And we will not retaliate when, when uh, we, are, uh, we meet with hostility, but rather submit ourselves to God. Uh, and uh, when we, we uh, show this love. I've been blessed uh, with uh, so many people uh, who have shown the same kind of love for me. Uh, uh, I can give you one example of uh, our elder. Uh, recently, when my cousin passed away, uncle was uh, willing to come. Uh, he was almost 80 years old, but he was willing to come often to pray uh, when, when, he, when my cousin was going through the sickness. Uh, he did not really care much about his own safety because of uh, the pandemic, because of the coronavirus being rampant. We, we've been telling him, Uncle, it may not be safe for you to come and visit us in the hospital. Uh, but he has, uh, he has taken that risk. He said uh, that, you know, uh, it's okay. I will take uh, all, all the utmost precautions. And, but he was willing to come there to pray and to encourage the family. And, but sadly, uh, even he, uh, due, due to these visits and all, he had contacted this virus and he's in the hospital. And, uh, you know, I was very touched uh, by, uh, by, by his act of uh, love for, uh, for us. You know, we were touched that, you know, he, he did not even care for his own life, but rather uh, when there was a need, there was an emotional need uncle kind of came forward even in, sp in spite of uh, you know uh, the pandemic in spite of the the circumstances he did not care for his own life but rather he came to meet the need and uh, and we were really touched by that and we are really praying that the god would heal him uh, uh, and he would bring him back uh, to normalcy and please uh, remember him too in our, in your prayers uh, and uh, and i hope we emulate uh, such kind of sacrificial love uh, for our fellow believers and not have any evil uh, feelings or any ill will towards them. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your word that encourages us, O oh Lord, not to, Father God, give back uh, evil with evil, but rather with the blessing. And Lord, your word encourages us, O oh Lord, to sacrificially love and meet the needs of our fellow believers. Help us, O oh Lord, to reflect on this and to apply these, uh, this message in our lives, Father God. Uh, we thank you, Father, for this, giving us, uh, Lord, uh, this opportunity to gather, Lord, physically in WCR, and we look forward, O oh Lord, uh, to a day 
where we all would be able to gather again, Father. Uh, until that time, we pray that you would give us grace and help us a lot to grow in our love for one another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.